All right, buddy. I think we're live once again. Let's see if people can can hear us, can see us live from Shane's duplex here in undisclosed location. <laughs> it's kind of weird because I don't have the computer in front of me. You know, like I can't see you, and uh, I don't know what camera angle you got going on or anything like that. I'm sure it's flattering, but uh, Mike, we're live, brother. It's mm-hmm. going to take some getting used to. Not going to lie. It's a little weird at first. You know, it's been SEC right. media days, but it's been a while since we've uh, kind of sat here and done something like this. Let us know if you can hear us. That's always the first question here. Yeah, so we'll start a little slow. We'll just drink some uh, twisted tea in the process. Vandy looks like spoiled milk, according to Heartbroken Hog. Yeah, <laughs> spoiled milk. Yeah, boy, we finally got some action, Mike. We can hear you. Can you okay. hear me? Yeah, I appreciate right. you. Yeah, we're good. Hearing you loud and clear. Thank you, Danny. I got some twisted tea myself. Well, we got an intro of the show. Welcome in the latest That SEC podcast, sponsored by Twisted Tea and my bookie. What's up, Cousin Shane? It's going good, man. Sorry, I've already opened mine up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will tell you, Mike, it was great. It was great seeing some football. Uh, Not going to lie, it's been, I think it was 229 days since we saw SEC football. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm just a little heartbroken because obviously my my bookie lock of the week, I'm starting out 0-1. So a little bit of a deficit. Vandy kind of they kind of let me down a little bit, but we did walk away with the victory. <laughs> SEC, we're one and oh. So uh I guess there is some silver lining, but I at least they didn't lose. That's what I thought there on that last drive. I was like, well shit, the Grim Reaper's back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought, oh, here we go again, but uh Turned out to be a hell of a football game. Did you watch any of the other ones? Oh, yeah. I had everything on on Saturday night. Yeah. My focus yeah. was Vandy, but I just want to shout out Nima. Cousin Shane, 10 T's deep already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't get pulled over now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just next door. So, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Saturday night, man, it was great. It, that was my only complaint. I'm, I'll never complain about college football, but yeah. – it didn't start till what two thirty, mm-hmm. and then it, it didn't really. How I feel college football, just from the viewer experience, is like when there's five six games on. Yeah, and it took till literally nine o'clock at night when I had both screens up and my computer watching three different. Games. That's college football. Yeah, that's what I'm looking. I know there's great games on Thursday. We're looking forward to. We'll we'll talk all about that, but. That's why I'm looking forward to Saturday because it's wall-to-wall coverage. You know, you know it, it drives me nuts a little bit on how they do things. And, you know, they never consult people probably that actually watch the damn thing. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, week zero, obviously, we're, we're getting a little taste, a little appetizer. But, you know, short of – I mean, even like the, the USC game, if you didn't have the Pac-12 network, you couldn't watch it unless you – got on YouTube like we did and, and right. ripped it. It's, it's like, why, why are we doing this? We're, we got a little taste of college football. Let's, let's have some action throughout the, throughout the day. Let's have a few marquee games. Why do we got to wait till 7.30 to watch some, some good football, you know? Yeah. And why do you got to go to Ireland all of a sudden? I, I saw a, lot, a couple of people uh, tweeting that, Mike. I want to ask you. Because obviously when I jumped on, you know, Ireland's kicking – or uh, uh, Notre Dame's kicking some ass. Mm-hmm. But – should that be a thing? Like, I noticed the SEC's not done that. I think the last I, – I looked at Wikipedia a long time ago. I think the last college SEC team to go outside the United States, I think it was Auburn, 
they went down to Cuba for a bowl game. <laughs> all right. Like this is back in the, I want to say it was like the thirties or something like that. I mean, it, we just don't do it. SEC doesn't do that. Right. Um, do you have any desire for if, if this is going to be an ongoing thing? Or are you just, we're just going to let big, big 10 do their, do their thing. I'm going to look right in the camera. Yeah. No desire, Shane, and I'll tell you why. Because, uh, you know, all that is is, uh, you know, they're trying to grow the game, kind of like yeah. NFL, yeah. playing games in Europe. Like maybe a one-off once in a while, I get it. I heard some people saying, wouldn't it be great if Tennessee went over to Ireland? And I was like, mm. no, I don't think yeah. so. You know, I, the game should be played in Neyland Stadium. Right. I'm done with neutral. So I hate this, even though I, you know, I'm from Nashville, I hate that Nashville game. I get yeah. it. They put out a statement. We got plenty of balls in Nashville. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the the heart of the balls is obviously on Rocky Top and Neyland Stadium. So right. I, the SEC doesn't need that. So I don't want to see it. Yeah, personally. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm with you there, and and I just at first because I think I saw the same same one. Maybe that's why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. You know, my first gut reaction was like, "Well, oh, yeah, Ireland, that'd be cool." I'm not probably going to go there unless I have a reason to. And right. And watching a college football game, it makes sense. But then it's like, but. You know, it's a long ways. It's a lot of money. And is it worth it hanging out with a bunch of people that probably doesn't appreciate the, the game as much as you do? Even though they showed up, I will say that, you know, our, yeah. you know the, the locals there, they were ready to watch some football. Um, but, yeah, other than that, brother, I just think the week zero rollout could have been a little bit smoother. Um, kind of like this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna take some getting this this set will constantly be growing you know so just don't don't think this is our forever home We're, we still got a lot of work to do over here but uh but yeah this is uh the next chapter of that sec podcast so let's get into it Shane. let's see I, my notes here vanderbilt of course 35 28 over hawaii i saw a lot of people complaining that uh yeah, same old Vandy. I mean, we got yeah. pretty hyped. We got overhyped. They looked great right yeah. in the first. I mean, they stuffed their ass. They went right down the field, scored off. They're going to whoop their ass. Yeah. They didn't quite whoop their ass, but I was very impressed with, you know, this looks like the quickest, most athletic Vanderbilt we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.J. Swan, we've been hyping him up all offseason. I thought he lived up to it, had, a, had great touch. Defense, the pass defense was a real issue, but the front seven looked like much improved for Vanderbilt. All in all, I'm not going to bitch about a seven-point win in week zero yeah. uh, for Vanderbilt. When I get, we got to remember we're two seasons removed from can't even win a damn game. Right, coming out here and, and Hawaii looked significantly better. Right. than what they did last year. I think that's a that's a takeaway I had as well. And it's and it's always tough, you know, the first week because we're we're trying we're saying is is Hawaii significantly better or is Vanderbilt not as good mm. as we thought? Is there maybe they didn't have. Because I, I will say this, brother, about Vandy that drove me nuts was that offensive line. Yeah. And big uglies, they – they, and, and, I, and I'm not saying that they can't figure it out. A lot of it, when you watch the replays, was just missed assignments, you know. And, and you're going to have mistakes like that early in the season. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe this group in, improves and gets better, but there's no rushing attack. And a lot of times uh, it, it felt like Swan was running for his life or, or you know, if – if he had more time, if he had a clean pocket, dude, Vandy's got some weapons, man. Uh, I mean, they have got legit weapons. Uh, number six. Jaden McGowan, 97-yard yeah. kickoff return. That I was incredible. Never didn't even know this kid. And Will, Will Shepard, two Will, touchdowns. Of course, yeah, Will Shepard's going to be a dude, and he's going to be playing on Sunday one day. Uh, but, yeah, Vandy has 
weapons. They have SEC weapons that can compete with other SEC opponents. But if this offensive line doesn't figure this shit out, they're they're going to have a long season. Swan may not even make it through the season, honestly. Yeah. Um, another thing I noticed too is the defensive pressure. Uh, you know, Hawaii at times had ample opportunity to to throw, and and it you know kind of bit them in the ass a little bit. So they're going to have to get creative. Uh, on that side of the ball, if that defensive front's not going to be a, you know, a force to be reckoned with. Well, the game was one, Shane, because Vanderbilt, two red zone trips, scored twice. Yeah. Hawaii, five red zone trips, only scored three times. And one was a pick by uh, DeRicky Wright, I believe it was. Yeah. He had two. He had the game clinching interception I, as well. We're going to do MVPs. I, I'm, 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 I'm guessing he's our defensive MVP. He's got to be, yeah, right? He had the... A 14-point swing with the interception in the end zone, and yep. then uh, you top that with the, the game-winning or the game-ending interception at the tail ends. Uh, it was fantastic. So, uh, and it was a great play. It wasn't it wasn't a bonehead play. It was a, you know he picked up on on I, I and you could tell because as soon as he looked right, man, right came out had that pick. It was over. And would you give the offensive MVP to AJ Swan or I'd give it to Jaden McGowan? I'm giving it to McGowan, and, and I mean obviously. This was the the first kick return for a touchdown they had in nine years, you know. And trust me, as as a Vol fan, there was a there was a, a window where we did not see kickoff returns and the momentum swing and all that stuff. Not seeing one for nine years, and then all of a sudden you see this little lightning in the bottle. Yeah. I was I was more upset of the fair catches. I would rather you take a chance. And maybe, and yeah, you may mess up and get to the 15 or 18, but you may not and get to the 40. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't quite understand that because there was a couple of fair catches later. That that kid needs, every time he has a chance to move the ball, he, he needs to be catching the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, especially for a, a program like Vanderbilt that they've got yeah. emerging weapons, but still lacking elite high-end SEC talent. Seriously. Swan looked good. Swan had a couple of moments. Um, you know, I think he's going to still work on progression. I mean, this is stuff that you're going to correct in, in tape, you know, when you're mm -hmm. looking. you got to remember it's been, what, 10, 11 months maybe in his case since he's seen live action. So, um, yeah, I thought he did great. Um, and at times, if once he gets dialed in with these dudes and if he gets some time back there, Vanderbilt can beat some teams. Well, but it goes to what you're saying with the offensive line. Also, I mean, there was yeah. there was no push from the offensive line in the run game. That was troubling. Uh, only 2.8 yards per rush and nine tackles for loss. Going yeah. back to your AJ Swan, you know, who knows if he'll. We don't forecast injuries, but you're going to get banged up yeah. playing an SEC schedule if they can't protect him better than that. You know what? Yeah, and they don't have a Mike Wright backing him up either. Right. You know, I mean, that's we're, a good we're, point. We're talking about a. Um, I'm not saying the quarterback room's thin or anything like that, but it's it would be detrimental if you lost Swan. Um, so I don't know. I, I again, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on Vandy here because there were some good things that happened. Uh, you walked away with a win and easily could have walked away with a loss. You know, some things went in your favor. Just take it, take it and run. Let's move to next week and let's try to improve to two and zero. Um, I will say one more thing on the on the Vandy situation because this is a lot of people want to bring it up the construction, <laughs> you know. Uh, obviously, we had a delay with the rain, and you know and the scoreboard. We all seen the scoreboard <laughs> and then the windows and stuff like that. I get it, and 
And Vanderbilt, you're just going to have to suck it up. You're going to get made fun of. That's just, that's where we're at. So there's going to be a lot of memes running around, you know, with with Vanderbilt construction, and there will be. But I have seen the finished product, and when it's all said and done, it's going to look good. Vanderbilt's going to look good. Um, Not just the football stadium, but the baseball stadium. I mean, Mm -hmm. that one looks top shelf. You know, I don't think they should let that whistling guy come in anymore, but <laughs> if they, you know, or just give him his own room where we can't hear him. But, yeah. but, uh, yeah, the it's, it's going to take some time. It's a lot of progress there, but when it's all said and done, Vanderbilt may not be competing with the big boys in the sec, but they're taking that first step to, to show that they really are a part of this conference. And I would also say this, Shane, I know it's only been two years, but Clark Lee, both his seasons, Vanderbilt has gotten they're much better at the end of the season than they have been at the beginning. Yeah. So, again, I'm not judging Vanderbilt too harshly on just one performance that we've right. seen. I think they'll be a lot better by the end of the year once again if, if they continue to push the right buttons like they have the last couple of years. Dude, we're talking about football. How, how good does that feel, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not talking about made-up lists and, and shit that may happen. We're talking about actual action. Uh, it's here. We got – you know, you asked about week zero – the, the only thing I, I hate about the rest of this week is uh, the Thursday games. They're doing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, why can't we have one on Wednesday? Why can't we have one on Friday? You know, why force us to watch two games at the same time when we've not seen football in over 200 days, you know? Right. So I just – you got to have a multi-TV like setup like yeah. we got over here. <laughs> I mean, you would think even the business side – it's like if you have all of the eyes on you, you're watching the ads. Now i got two TVs. I may not be watching ads on this one and, and vice versa. So I, I just don't understand it, but, you know, that's why they make the big bucks, I guess. Well, basically the rest of the episode, Shane, that's what we're going to talk about is the upcoming games. Yeah. But before we get to that, just wanted to get your quick thoughts because you sent me over a couple of these images here of, let's see, Desmond Howard – Oh God! And the yeah. game day yeah. crew over mm-hmm. here, their picks to win the SEC. Cha- this this stunned me, Shane. Desmond Howard, Pat McAfee. I I I'm, I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee, but he doesn't even follow yeah. college football, so his opinion is irrelevant. In my opinion, uh, Kurt Herbstreit. All yeah. three of them picking Alabama to win the SEC. Reese Davis. He did have Georgia, so yeah. we got we got to give that to him. But uh, what's your thoughts on those game day picks? Uh, well, how Desmond, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's clickbait or what. I mean, obviously, he was the one that had Texas A&M going to a college football playoff. And Pitt Baylor. Yeah, and I mean, what loser picks, co- what, what loser picks Texas, Texas A&M to get out of the SEC last year? I, I did, so I also did. So I get that. But it feels like a little bit of a double down here. Yeah. And obviously – He's, I mean, they're going to have – when I think of Kurt and, and Desmond, I think of Michigan and I think of Ohio State. So, obviously, I, I feel like there's going to be a pool up there for those Big Ten schools. But I, I don't know. I I, I got to see it. You know, what what makes you think that this Georgia team that's potentially a, a three-run, you know, national championship just going to fall off these lists? That kind of blows my mind. Now, the Alabama case – yeah, I can get behind that. Alabama, I can see. There's if I told you Alabama was one of the top four college football playoff teams, that that doesn't blow your mind. I wouldn't imagine. 
You know what I'm saying? But maybe winning it. But yeah. at least getting to a college football playoff, that it blows doesn't... my mind. If you've been paying attention, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It wouldn't blow yeah. my mind, but I'm just not picking it. You're not picking it, but right? Right. You, you wouldn't like if I did, which I have. You're not going to say, "Oh, he's an idiot," you know? Right. Which maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now I can see you. You know, I can come over here and say, "What the hell did that tweet mean?" Like, you know. So, uh, so maybe maybe that's the case. But other than that, you know, at this point, it's just gut check. You know. Who has an easier – maybe that's the case. Who has an easier path to the college football playoffs? And, you know, all of them have made fun of Georgia's schedule right. because of how easy it is. But now it's it's not easy enough for them to make a college football playoff. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Yeah. Georgia has to lose two games. Even if they go undefeated – so you're saying, okay, maybe they lose to Tennessee and then they lose in the SEC championship. That's the only way – that Georgia would not, and it doesn't have to be Tennessee. It could be Ole Miss. You know, it's another game. It can Missouri, Kentucky. It could be any of those guys. Uh, but you know, that's what you're asking. And and do you see that? I mean, it just feels like that's that's too too tough a pill to swallow. Right. No, I agree with you. That's why everybody picking Bama was pretty surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what that's about. I, I, again, people. You think Kirby paid him to do it? No, I don't know. <laughs> they, maybe it was a fluff piece. You fire Pollock and, and tell him they're going to go to a college football playoff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he did embarrass you know Papal there on national TV, and I'm not saying that is related, but you know it does have your head scratch a little bit. Saving sells tickets. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, these yeah. media guys know that. But when it when it all comes down to it, I, I think that. Uh, yeah, this this one is it feels more emotional. Everybody's thinking that Saban is because of the way he's acting in some of these press conferences, because he's laughing and joking that that you know this, he knows something we don't. You know, mm-hmm. Saban's gonna come out to revenge. You know, whatever we've we've played that. It could be, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put money on it. Oh, Daniel here, he's got Tennessee winning the East. Well, he's a smart man. That's right. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't do it because I don't have my phone. Actually, I have my phone. <laughs> and Tommy, how about Tommy? Don't be surprised to see Kentucky win the SEC. I like Kentucky's. The only thing, uh, uh, what's cool about Kentucky, I don't want to say cool, but they could lose a game. They could lose Alabama and still make an SEC championship. It's just it's going to come down to a couple games for them. Obviously, there's a lot of 50-50s, and, and you know what those teams are. We've rehashed those lists over and over. Yeah. But as a Kentucky fan, I think you're looking at, hey, if we beat Tennessee, if we beat Missouri, if we beat South Carolina, we beat Georgia. I know. I know it sounds crazy, but where's it at, Mike? It's in Neyland Stadium. It's where? Neyland Stadium. Yeah, so – I just, if you could beat all these teams and beat Georgia, and again, that's a tall glass of water, you can still lose to Alabama and make an SEC championship. So, how about I mean, this uh, it's question? A long shot, but uh, Saints for Christ Nation ask, what's more likely? Kentucky beats Tennessee. That game's in Lexington. Yeah. Or Kentucky beats Alabama. And that one's also in Lexington. So, two home games for the Wildcats. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, that's the right I mean, answer. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm a homer, but I'm also a realist. And, and you know, obviously Kentucky-Tennessee, I'm always leaning toward Tennessee, but there's still some question marks. There's assumptions. There's assumptions that Joe's going to be good enough to win these games. There's assumptions that this offensive line is going to be good enough to keep him safe and protected, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but you can make the same argument with Kentucky. 
who knows the 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 Leary train may never take out take off. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um, that looks good on paper, but that's the beauty. We're going to find out Saturday just how good these boys are. How about uh, friend of the show, Liquid Flames? Okay. I can do this too. Let me he guess. Says, Florida. He's yeah. Florida, right? Yeah. He says Florida's winning the East. Liquid's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> uh, been around for a long time, right, man. Right. I think he may have been one of our our first listeners. So, um, but a lot of people asking about that game. So let's let's move to that chain Thursday night. That's the big one. There's two. There's two. South Dakota yeah. at Missouri, but we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Florida at Utah. Mm-hmm. Currently. The line's down to uh, five and a half. It was like 10, like two weeks ago. Yeah. The quarterback for, for Utah, no one seems to know. It doesn't, yeah. He's not practiced. Right. The game's days away. So, he's to me, that says he's not playing. But yeah. he, I think he's been the starter for like three years. So, mm-hmm. I don't know necessarily he needs to practice. But, hell, the line's changing. Uh, they're all American uh, tight end. Doesn't sound like he's playing. The backup quarterback's out for the year. I mean, Things are lining up well yeah. for the Florida Gators, but some people are wondering, and I hate I hate talking about this, but it's true. Unless you've been out there, you don't know that elevation, man. It'll get you. There we go but, again. I mean, is that yeah. maybe not the elevation, but people seriously are asking about that. But uh, are are you coming on to the Gators? Can because we've been saying all off season, Gators will win that game, and people just roll their eyes and say, "Get yeah. the fuck out of here." Yeah. But it's it seems like more of a reality now, doesn't it? Yeah, um, if the quarterback doesn't play, even if the quarterback does play, yeah, know? no, I'm because he's going to be banged up. There's a couple of things I thought about Florida in this Utah game, especially the the the, the new role with the clock. You know, I think right. that's going to benefit teams like the Gators. Yeah, that just so, shoot the hell out just, of the clock. Exactly. I mean, you literally, if you play your cards right and you do it three, four yards at a time. You may look up the clock and just say, "Oh shit, where did that quarter go?" You know. Yeah, we saw it in the Notre Dame game. I, I, that's what I'm saying. So teams like the Florida Gators and what the way they've built that program, they want giant, aggressive mm-hmm. offensive linemen. They want athletic running backs. They got two of the best in the country, and it may not be pretty, and it doesn't need to be, Mike. But three to four yards, you get three to four yards every time you take a snap. Guess what? You're going to constantly get first down as long as you don't make those stupid mistakes, which sometimes you see early in the season. But I'm not ruling it out. I, I, I think that's what we're going to have with the Florida Gators. It's, it's not going to be like last year. It's not going to be an Anthony Richardson show. It's going to be 11 tough-ass bastards that are just going to keep pushing the chains. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, they got 7, 14 points on you, and it's tough to get back. So um, I like I, – the closer we get to that game, the more and more I like the Florida Gators. Danny says he's taking a shot every time the elevation is uh, is mentioned but on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, you're gonna be drunk, man. Oh, hey, we got a someone just paid us two bucks, so we got to answer this one. A and M more likely to go ten and two or six and six? I'm going ten and two. Ten and two. This is A uh, and M's year. Now um, we'll say six and six if someone can beat two bucks. He paid us two bucks. There. Nah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at his pandering for dollars now. That's does McDonald's even have a dollar menu anymore? I don't know. But hey, so I've said actually I do. I've, they do. I've but. said before, if if Florida beats Utah, and I realize they're underdogs on the road, they never travel out there. I'm pulling up the schedule here, Shane. At Utah, yeah. McNeese at home, Tennessee at home, Charlotte at home, at Kentucky, and Vanderbilt at home. If they beat Utah, I've said this. I'm I'm sticking firm with it. 
they're going to be five and one at the midway point, which means they'll beat Tennessee at home or Kentucky on the road. If they can prove to me they can beat Utah, thought is, is that crazy? I mean, people thought I was damn crazy when I All said right, do, that. Just do the six games. What are the six games again? at Utah? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Let's assume it's a win. Win. And that's what that's the whole caveat okay. here. They got to yeah. beat Utah to get okay. that. McNeese at home. Uh, win. Tennessee yeah. at home. Charlotte at home. Win. Kentucky on the road. Okay. And Vanderbilt at home. Yeah. Um, so if they could beat Utah on the road, they can beat Tennessee they can at beat home. One of those. They can beat Kentucky on the road. They can beat one of them. They can. They could. They could beat one of those. It's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough. But let's let's say they don't. I mean, are you really that upset? Then I'm out on them. No. <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying? Like four and two out of those. I mean, potentially two top 25 teams. Is Kentucky they, – they will be by the time they play. Yeah, I think Kentucky would be undefeated. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, again, you're, you're, you're talking about two top 25 losses. You've got a top 25. What's Utah? Are they – I'm sure they're – 14. Yeah. I mean, dude, you come away with a – you beat 14, you lose to two other top 25 teams. Um, I think you're happy. Uh, with that scenario, because people are ready to shit on Florida, they're already doing it. They're ready to bury Billy. They're ready to move on, and yeah, they they love it, man. We watch this show, the 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 Florida Gator Swamp one, Kings. Swamp Kings. You know, we don't want that. We don't want competition again down there in Gainesville, right? Now, Ga- yeah, Gators do, but there's there's fifteen, sixteen other teams out here that don't. And you, to do that, you got to have turmoil, and so they're not going to pull for you, but. You walk away with four and two, and, and how do you lose the two? You know, is this like last year, South Carolina game? You get, you know, uh, wait, no, they won that one. Uh, who did they lose bad to? Um, Florida? Yeah. Well, Tennessee, well, the, yeah. Vanderbilt, Kentucky. I mean, they lost every rivalry game, LSU, FSU, Yeah, they got to win a couple Georgia. of those. I just, four and two, I could go, I can go with you. I can get behind the five and one talk if you can beat Utah. Yeah. But if they get smoked by Utah, then it's, ugh, No, we know. just got a $5 one, Shane. Say A and M's going six and six now. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but he's well, they want to know final hog prediction. That comes from Aaron Harmon. Appreciate you, Aaron, for the for the five bucks. Hog prediction. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not big on records, but let, let's go through their schedule. I put them fifth in the West. Because mm. I got yeah. LSU, A and M, Bama, Ole Miss, and then Arkansas. But you can easily talk me in Arkansas fourth. Yeah. If A&M implodes, you could talk me them to third. But I think that's the ceiling for, for Arkansas right now. Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU, all out the gate, all at home. Win, yeah. win, win. Yeah. But here's where – this will define the season, Shane. At LSU, yeah. A&M and Arlington, at Ole Miss. That's a big reason why I think they finished below Ole Miss because off that stretch. Right. And then at Bama – then Mississippi State at home at Florida. You can't count Mississippi State either. That's another one. Right. I you mean, can't count at, yeah. at Florida. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can't count any of these. Auburn at FIU and, and Missouri. So, I mean, it's a, it's a difficult trick. But that's why I've got, you know, probably eight and four is, is what eight I'm looking four. at. Eight and four, yeah. Uh, the, the keys is close games. Right. Like you said, Arkansas Ole Miss. Well, Maybe nine and three. That's a 50-50 game if you sit there long enough and think about it. You could win that game, you know. I, I wouldn't think you're crazy. Um, it's it's the LSU. It's the Bama, you know, getting that monkey off your back. It's um, even the LSU game. I told you 
that's that's the game I got my eyes on. Yeah. Because you start out four and zero, and and people are like, "Is this news or noise?" You know. Yeah. And you go down there to Death Valley, and you pull off a victory. Then all of a sudden, Alabama doesn't seem so tough. You know, Texas A and M doesn't seem tough. So I, I think that's that's the key is is taking that next step. When you looked at our Arkansas schedule last year, there was just so many close games mm-hmm. that they couldn't close out. But if they would have won it, we'd be sitting here saying, "Yeah, I could see them second in the West, third in the West." You you don't seem crazy then. No, we have a stalker, so we got to be careful with this guy. <laughs> His name's Bradley Childress. That's my boy. He, he just gave us ten dollars. Oh shit! Is ten dollars enough to have cousin Shane say the Vols going undefeated? The Vols. <laughs> you didn't have to pay Brad. The Vols are going undefeated, baby. <laughs> I'd have done that one for free. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, we got. We also got a. Uh, that's my helicopter pilot. That's. that's yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. may need him one day. I don't know what the weight limit <laughs> is on that thing, you know, but. You may need to give me a ride. <laughs> so don't forget Thursday, though. Missouri hosting South Dakota season opener. Mm-hmm. They've already said Sam Horn, Brady Cook, they'll both play. So yeah. we'll, I don't know how much you'll learn about South Dakota, but we'll see if you know who looks sharp in that game. But uh, what I know you're the biggest Mizzou fan in the world, so what, <laughs> what are you looking forward to from the Tigers in the, in the opener? I'm looking for fireworks, man. Nobody outside of us, and, and I've seen a couple of it pop up here and there talking about Mizzou. But you got to realize this is the, you know, technically the second game of the season. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching one of those Thursday night games. Yeah. Are they going to watch you? Are they going to watch someone else? So I think that's the key is like, let's put some eyes on me. We got the NIL work. We can be fun. We got it. We got athletes. We got, I mean, we got the bag of chips. I told I told Mike that's dangerous bringing that one here. Now it's an arms. <laughs> ring, you know? But, uh, but I, I'm just saying that. It, is it the Luther show? You know, I, mm-hmm. the defense, I want to see him just, just, you know, manhandle that offense. I'd like to see a showdown shootout uh, on the offensive side, because you're going to have to figure out your quarterback situation. Yep. And to do that, I imagine there's a lot of points. So let's have some fireworks. Let's have some fun. Mizzou. How about this comment from Nima? Yeah. Uh, they've been commenting a lot and really good stuff. She had 10 bucks in Tennessee is like a day of work. Shit, I just called in tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad my boss watches the show, you know. (laughs) All right, so he'll send me twelve bucks to get me there. So Uh, let's move ahead to the Saturday action games you're looking forward to, Shane. Let's just go in order. I just got them written down here. I think this is in order of the kickoffs. Yeah, Ball State at Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Man. We've been hyping up Kentucky like yeah. no other. They better not disappoint us like they, they did kind of last year. Uh, Devin Leary, Ray Davis, those receivers, you know, Liam Cohen back as offensive coordinator. Anything else you'd be looking forward to? Uh, just just the, get the band together, see what it, see what it looks like. Um, you know, watching that Vandy game, there was a void with Ray Davis, you know. Yep. Um, I don't think he's needed as much for Ball State. But I think he's I think he's out to prove something this year that he is one of the best running backs in the SEC. I mean, this he's he's auditioning for a job in the NFL. Yeah. So you can't do that riding the bench. I expect uh, some pretty big yards from him, and uh, looking forward to seeing him. Other than that, no, just don't don't give me doubt 
You know what I'm saying? Don't play with your food. Exactly. Don't don't be three drives into this and we're like, shit, this line is not better. Right, you know, right. don't don't give us those lingering question marks because um I want to see a vast improvement because that's what we're expecting with Kentucky. April gave us five bucks, Shane. First time watching live, but seeing the media days with Pit Boss, he'll get a signature win this year at the expense. Of the decaying dynasty. I like that. Yeah, beat Alabama for Pittman, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Shane Alexander also threw us five bucks, Shane. I just want to hear Cousin Shane say, go Big Blue. Oof, five bucks? I got ten to say. Go <laughs> Which camera am I looking at? <laughs> go Big. Now, now, I'm just, now I feel like dance, monkey, dance. Uh, hey, go Big Blue. They, there's no reason that they should lose to ball. There's no reason that this should be a game. Um, let's let's come out and play some ball. Don't do not do like Vandy and, right. and make this a game that's in the second half. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next, Tennessee, Virginia. Shane, in Nashville, yeah. huge favorites. Uh, I mean, it's got to be the Joe Milton show. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the defense, I think, showcasing. They've improved a little bit. Right. Uh, I want to see if the Jalen Wright hype is real. I, I really want to see these new receivers. Because that's what all these doubters are saying. Well, they lost all these receivers, yeah. but I don't know. Not what I'm hearing. I, th- I think the receivers Seriously, are going to be just fine. They're, they're singing Hopple's praises, and, and rightfully so. Um, you know, I, I saw Rick Barnes came out today and said something along the lines that he was the best hire in the last 20 years or something like that. You know, he's what he's done to that athletic program. Mm-hmm. But all of that gets questioned if we see a noticeable step back. And you got to remember, with Virginia, we've all been told. I don't even know what camera. I'm, you know, we should put lights on these things. I don't. We got three cameras in here. I don't know what I'm looking. I keep looking at you just to be safe. But yeah, that's always but, a good option. But the thing back to what I was thinking is Virginia has. We've all been told how shitty they are. Yeah, that that there's no reason that this should be a ball game and stuff. There's a chance Virginia's better than we thought, and they're not going to get the credit. Tennessee's going to get the blame. So come out, look efficient. I keep playing that that system what like we know they can do put us put us at rest that we're not going to have a drop off with Tillman and Hyatt gone you know yeah. I, I think that's just given the fan base <laughs> that you know that that what are you laughing at Talk, well these comments oh, are, okay. are, are our listeners are so funny over over under Joe Milton throws 10 passes basically like he you know they'll just beat the shit out of him he'll probably throw you know eight or nine and the six of them will be touchdowns I wonder what it would be you're going to see Nico, you know. You're going to see oh, Nico yeah. in this game if all goes well. Um, let me let me reverse that on you. Let's say Joe does come out and they go up six touchdowns, you know, which mm-hmm. is possible. So you come out second half, Nico comes out. I don't think Hopple's not that guy to take his foot off the gas. He wants to see what Nico can do. What do you think we can create controversy by Nico to having too good of a game? I can't believe we're talking about this. We're talking about, but this is, I'm, I'm feeling the fire here, Mike. Is there a, is there a scenario where you see con- controversy because backup quarterback has a better day than the starting quarterback? No, no. Okay. Not till Florida. All right. That's the one. That's yeah. the one where you, you potentially lose fans. But I'm laughing here. Jimmy Griffin, what a comment. I am shocked talking Ball State did not prompt a manscape. Read. <laughs> and we got another request, Shane. I mean, these are great. We got this. Uh, let's see, Razor. He gave Razor E three gave us twenty bucks, Shane. This is uh, hey, this is cousin Shane, also cousin Shane from Arkansas. So oh, cousin yeah. Shane, let's hear a 
He wants you to hear uh, Woo Pig Suey. Woo Pig Suey! <laughs> <laughs> I there totally butchered that. I, I was going to do the whole thing, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, man, people have been asking me when we're going to get out there. Um, you know, it came out, the schedule for next year. Mm-hmm. And I don't, we don't know the date, but Arkansas, Tennessee is going to be on that one. We making it? Hell yeah, I'm yeah. down. I think though, I, I saw that they got the party set up, you know. So here's the reality, Shane. I mean, I'd like to go to a lot of these games. Yeah, but you know, people ask us. I'm not. I'm not trying to sit here and be like, you know, cry for us or anything. But I mean, I don't have money to be going to all these games, and all, yeah. it, it just costs a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and we're still independent clearly <laughs> small type we're living in the same duplex you know what i mean yeah if if i had the money to go to all these games hell yeah i would so we, i mean there's like you said there's like one game a year we gotta and we gotta talk about it a year in advance yeah. and line it up and get off work and this and that or have at least you, you do have you got one lined up that you're thinking about doing this year i i know that that there's some options but is there one that you're you're thinking about because i'm going to tell you mike uh-huh um with with Texas and Oklahoma coming in next year, mm-hmm. there's some games that are going to move up my list that I'd like to see. But I'd like to go to all these venues, like like you're saying, and do at least one. I would love to see the Iron Bowl. I've never been yeah. there. You know, I would I would love to see um, hell Arkansas Mizzou play, even though they don't consider that a rivalry. You know, or or the Egg Bowl. You know, actually be there for the Egg Bowl. So. There are, there are some games like that that we are going to do in our future, Mike, if I've got to drag us there. Yeah. But is there is there maybe one that you're looking at this season that you're like, yeah, I could see myself going there? Well, first of all, shout out Scotty P. He's, or Scotty B., excuse me. Just take a loan from Feinbaum, he says. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, one game that's, uh, that's really on the top of my list. Yeah. Mm, I mean, Georgia-Florida yeah. is up there. But I, I kind of want to wait for Florida to be a little bit more competitive with yeah. them. Uh, I, I think the one I really want to go to is LSU at Alabama. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a game. That that that'd be a good one, right? Yeah, Tennessee I, Georgia. I think that'll be a good one. Yeah, Tennessee Georgia. That would be. You know what? You know what mine is, don't you? Yeah, South Carolina, Tennessee. <laughs> Come on now. All right, let's tailgate. <laughs> the weed whacker. Uh, Bo says Manscaped needs to sponsor that SEC podcast weed whacker tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, hey, speaking of, I mean, my goodness, everyone's bringing up the sponsor, so we might as well bring that up too, Shane. So, uh, the podcast brought to you by my bookie. Don't forget, you really want to help the show out. You want to get us to these games. Take advantage of my bookie, gamble with us, and hell, like we said, just fade our picks. You you'd already be one and zero on the season. We can't pick. Uh, we we can pick the winners. We can't pick the spread to save our lives. So head on over to mybookie.ag. There's a link in the show notes to take advantage of that promo code that s e c t h a t s e c, and they're giving a fifty percent initial deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars at my bookie. That would tremendously Help out the podcast. They're they're a presenting sponsor this year. We're also brought to you by Game Time Sidekicks. Come on, come on! Now they sent us all these great cups. I mean, we promise we, you will not be disappointed with your Game Time Sidekicks. They have all sixteen SEC teams represented. They got all the Power Five represented. This is a small business helping us out. So head on over 
to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Use that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order. And I promise, I promise, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about We tweet about Game Time Sidekicks. All these people say, hey, I got my Game Time Sidekicks. It yeah. is one hell of a product, so cannot recommend that enough. Also, can't recommend Manscaped enough. Shane, he's got his Manscaped now. Next, Just picked it up. Yeah. Haven't used it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Next episode, you might want to buzz it. And we're even we're thinking uh, if we lose a bet or something, maybe we'll, we'll use the Manscaped of a live showing of how great this product is. If Ball State beats Kentucky, I will, I will <laughs> manscape it all. It ain't happening. It ain't happening, but I will do it on live air. <laughs> yeah. So head on over to manscape.com. Again, same promo, SEC. Get you 20% off your entire order. Free shipping. That includes free international shipping. And right now, with their newest product, the Beard Hedger Pro. I use it every day. I love it to shave mm-hmm. this down. I don't shave it all the way down. But I, just like yeah. the, I like to like a little a little stubble here. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Hide that double chin. I mean, I cannot recommend it enough. So, uh, yeah, head on over. Manscaped.com, Game Time Sidekicks, and my bookie. Mm-hmm. I was asked the other day at the gym, uh, how do you keep your <laughs> lap time down? <laughs> Manscape, you know, <laughs> aerodynamic. I grow hair, you know, I just choose to shave it. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch. alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. Podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code that SEC T H A T S E C for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game Time is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code THATSEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem THATSEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, Shane, going back to the Saturday action, though. So we've got UMass at Auburn, too. That's a, yeah. that's going to be great scene. Did you the, watch the UMass that's, game? Okay. I, yeah, I'm yeah. going to get to it, brother. So the debut of the Hugh Freeze era, we're all yeah. fired up for it. They're damn near 40-point favorites. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but I'm kind of leaning UMass now because that's a lot of points. Yeah. I realize UMass has been awful, but they won on. They looked good on Saturday. Yeah. And then, certainly, I'm not saying they're going to beat Auburn. But I think they can cover the 40 points. Based. So that's just a lot of points for a, a new coaching staff, new system, basically an entire new offense. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued now in this game. Yeah. Again, not talking the final score, but just I think the, the opponent's a little bit tougher than anticipated. 
And another thing too, there's an adjustment period, Mike. Again, I keep saying this, but this clock management thing is going to be a deal. Right. Uh, programs like uh, UMass, they're going to try to shorten the game. And so that's why I like these under bets a little bit more. And Vegas will pick up. They're, they'll the right now we're assuming what's 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 what, but after two, three weeks, you know, Vegas will be dialed in and, and they'll have those over and under. So but until then, I'm anticipating a little bit of a lower scoring game here. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. I, it wouldn't blow my mind. And they at times looked really good. Yeah. Shane uh Ken says he wants you to jump into the portal. Yeah. Help uh, forward on the O-line next year is what he's saying. Shit. I ain't jumped since the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Scott, Scotty says Florida needs to worry about McNeese. Oh, shit. That's oh, some... shit. Well, another thing about Auburn, because uh, they, they got UMass, but they also got the other team that they played. Um, uh, New, uh, was it New Mexico New State? New Mexico State, yeah. yeah. So, the, I mean, you're watching that game. I'm surprised there's not more Auburn fans talking about it because you played both of them. So. Right, right. All right, Shane, what about the – not New Mexico State, but New Mexico yeah. playing Texas A&M. So can't wait to see this Bobby Petrino offense. We've been hyping up the Aggies like nobody's business. Yeah. They better not damn disappoint. And right out the gate last year, they disappointed. Yeah. I knew right away. People called me crazy. Clickbait yeah. all this. Why you got Aggies 10th in the in the SEC, my power rankings. That, that was too high. Yeah. They were awful. And yeah. we saw it right away. Yep. That's not to say that we'll, you know, we'll, we'll learn – everything we need to know in New Mexico yeah. game, but they are 38 point favorite, but we need to see them come out there. Whoop some ass. Want to see these quarterbacks. Maybe they may not even know us, the starting quarterback. I mean, obviously they have yeah. to start someone, but they may not know who they're going to roll with the entire season until after this game. Yeah. And you could put a lot of stuff to bed. Um, you know, especially this competition, not competition. Well, quarterback competition, one of them, but you know, the coordinator talk. If it comes out and it looks good and you scored a shit ton of points, mm-hmm. nobody's saying, well, did Bobby do that or did Jimbo do that? It's like, who cares? You won. Right. But, you know, last year I found myself Googling where the hell Sam Houston is because you'd made that a ball game. You know, Appalachian State, I mean, I, they don't need to revisit that. But games like that are still lingering in in the background and when you get a team like this that you are a heavy heavy favor come out and just put them away man don't like you said play with your food just come out and be aggressive don't this is another thing i you'll you see a lot with these teams especially sec high-ranked opponents is they come out with a vanilla offense they keep it coy they don't show this and they don't show that it's like, who cares? Just let it rip. You know, if you got a handful of plays scripted right out of the gate, do it. Don't don't get vanilla because you're trying to save something for three weeks later. You mm-hmm. know, come out, put these guys away. Yeah. All right. How about? Uh, I guess I'm maybe not going in order of the kickoff, so I'm just going off what I got written down. Okay. South Carolina, North Carolina, big time matchup, college game day. Yeah. Some reason the Tar Heels are still favored, two and a half points in Charlotte, over under sixty four points and. Someone, uh, I just missed it. I apologize. Oh, Patrick, great betting tip. Now with this damn running clock, he's bet the unders. Yeah, he might be onto something there. And, yeah, and that's something I know you've already talked about. Sixty-four points over under. Yeah, it looks like you're going to be leaning the under in that one. Yeah, and um, this one, this one's probably my favorite game of the week. Uh, this is the one I'm looking forward to most because I've got lingering questions about South Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. questions about Spencer. 
Um, you know, there, I've already seen too many Drake. Is that his name? Drake May? Yep. Yeah, I, I've seen him like on ESPN. I've seen him on, on SEC Network. It's like, what, what the hell is this kid? He's everywhere, you know? They love him. They're having parades every day for him and <laughs> shit. But you could put all that to bed if you come out here and you show that last season was not a fluke, that this is a program that's progressively getting better. Um, and I think they do. I think they do. And I, I'm surprised I haven't got any. Please, God, Shane, do not – do not my bookie lock this one down because uh, they don't want it ruined. But this this is going to be a good game. I'm surprised that's, that South Carolina is still an underdog here. How much pressure on them? I got the schedule pulled up here, Shane. North Carolina, obviously, in yeah. the opener in Charlotte. Furman at home, easy win. But then at Georgia, Mississippi State at home, at Tennessee, Florida at home, at Missouri, at A&M. Oh, my God. I mean, we've got, we've got to win this game, yeah. I feel like. I think if you're looking at it, because we all do this, we're super optimistic in the off season. Yeah, we're all sitting there saying, "Well, there's a chance, you know, maybe not beat Georgia, but we could beat them all, beat, beat everybody else, you know." And all that gets thrown right out the window if you lose to North Carolina. So, this game is so big, so big for that fan base, so big for that that stadium and and the recruits and everything that they're trying to build up there. Um, all the momentum. I mean. I, fans are going to keep showing up. They they realize that Shane Beamer's their guy, but you know you take a step back if you lose to North Carolina. Yeah, no, I I think so as well. All right, how about uh, this next game, Shane? MTSU at Alabama. We just want to see his quarterback. Yeah, you know, that's forty it. point favorite yeah. here, Alabama. I hope Nick Saban has all four of them warming up out there, so we really don't know. You know, maybe every drive come out with a new quarterback just to just to mess with us a little bit. But all jokes aside, I, I think that this is going to be a slaughter, and and one of the games I kind of like the over just because you do have a, a serious quarterback competition here and you can't you can't play vanilla. <laughs> we gotta, these guys are so funny, man. Uh, he just gave us another five bucks for saying go big blue instead of orange. I could tell it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, Bama by 50. I mean, yeah, they're going to beat the hell out of this uh, MTSU. Big one, though, Sunday night. Again, sorry, I'm going way out of order here, but LSU, Florida State in Orlando, Tigers favored by two and a half. I mean, we've already went over the the Mason Smith thing, but I thought Paul Feinbaum said it beautifully. Nailed it. You know, NCAA, they claim we're here for the student athletes, yada, yada, yada. This is not a move for the student athlete. And this is one month before NIL went into effect. This was two years ago. This is a guy that lost all the last year. To say that again, because I think that's the pivotal piece. It's not a rule that they didn't know that was coming down. The NIL was literally coming out a month after these allegations. It's like, come on, they're kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, one of his callers said, well, why didn't they? I guess they didn't know it was coming, but they should have medically cleared him for the bowl game last year. And they'd be like, yeah, we had, you know, Cleared him, even though he wasn't cleared, and then he can be suspended. I mean, that would have been the smart thing to do, but I guess oh, they didn't know this was coming, you know? Yeah, no, that's good. But that could be, that could be one player I don't think is, is – I don't care how good he is, aside from a quarterback, yeah. just because of their importance on a, on a game. I don't think a, a defensive lineman is going to make or break a game. But he's a difference maker. Yeah. And that's what Florida State does. They run the ball. They love to run the ball. 
And to have to not have you got one star next to him, Makai Wingo, to not have him, that that's going to impact that football yeah. game. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love to say that one player doesn't have that that kind of impact, but but right now this LSU team it does. Um, you know, there's a handful of programs, and by handful I mean maybe one other program <laughs> that can that can handle a, a loss that big. Right, but. Uh, yeah, it's going to be – it's not something like you just plug and play, you know. Thank God it's week one. We're limited on injuries right now. And and uh, I just – I don't know. I think it's a stupid a stupid penalty. I mean, out of all of them. It's, the worst is – and I'm sure they're floating around here – is some of these uh, targeting penalties. You know, there was a couple toward the end of the year that got targeted. I'm wondering, don't, don't they come out and miss the first half of this season because of that? You talk yeah. about it a whole year to think about a half of a game you're not going to get to play. Yeah, so so stupid. But uh, LSU, I mean, that game's not going to define anything for you if you lose it to Florida State, yeah. but it does take away your margin of error in a four-team format. So that is, that is huge. Yeah. You know, you, you basically can't lose any other games. Well, unless somehow you find a way to win the West and beat Georgia, but still it's ridiculously tough. But if you can beat Florida State – and they go on to have a great season, and then some. Let's say you don't win the West, maybe you go eleven and one. You lose at Bama. Yeah. If Florida State wins the ACC, which is not inconceivable, yeah, they're probably in the playoff. So I mean, this this has got big big ramifications. If that makes sense, it does. And week one's always pivotal. Um, you know, I, I think in this scenario, you know, there's people that watch that Notre Dame game that probably are putting money on them to win a national championship because they look that good. Right. You know. There's people that are putting money on what's his name to win another Heisman because of that one <laughs> yeah. great play, which again, it was a great play, but yeah, yeah. you know, week one, we have a tendency to overreact, but we also have a tendency to not follow up and watch week two, week three, week four. People aren't going to walk, watch that with LSU unless you're playing Alabama or, or, or Texas A&M or somebody like that, you know? Right. So they're going to remember what happened week one. So when those Heisman votes come in later and you're wondering why Jaden didn't win, well, they may think, well, the only game they've ever freaking watched was the one he got his ass kicked by Florida State. So mm-hmm. there goes Cujo. <laughs> so he's trying to get in his little house? Yeah. Uh, all right, well. It's a mascot. We've already been asked, Shane, and, hey, we got to we gotta let the audience know. I'm going to look at the damn camera when I say this. They're like, why is Texas and Oklahoma helmet up here? He's trying to get up on the couch now. Uh, why are Texas and Oklahoma helmet on there? Yeah. Because we're embracing them, man. They're SEC to us. We're going to be talking every single Texas and Oklahoma game this fall. And I'm going to be honest with you, Shane. Hey. Can't pause it now. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. yeah. I don't know anything about Texas and Oklahoma, their rosters. Yeah. And their coach. I can't break it down. Yeah. So this is going to be a learning experience because I don't want to get I don't want to be here next year and talk to Oklahoma Texas and not have any clue what I'm talking about. Right. So that's I'm taking this year to learn about them and to watch yeah. all these games. That's why they're here and uh, we're welcoming. I, I hope there's Texas and, and Oklahoma people watching now. So Rice at Texas week one, they're a 35 point favorite. Uh, I I want to see if the hype is real. And again, we're not going to learn that much from Rice, but I I do want to see. The hype. I want to see the high flying offense because they're playing Alabama. Yeah, week two. So I we should know about Texas. Uh, I'm look. I I embrace them. They're they're SEC to me, man. It's tough, man. 
I ain't gonna lie. We talked shit for so long, but now they're now they're with I've us. I've been shitting on Texas for how long, man? You know, and it's like all of a sudden. I mean, the last time I actually cared about an Oklahoma game, they came to Neyland yep. and crushed my spirit, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was a hell of a game. It was a loud stadium. There was an opportunity to win. So, so obviously, there it's it's going to take a while for me to fully embrace them. But I, I get what you're saying, especially the Texas one, because like you said, week two, Alabama. Well, don't you want to know what you're going against? I mean, they've crowned this year's kid. That you you think you think uh, oh North Carolina boys getting some love, man. Texas has crowned this guy as the the next Vince Young, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and what if he is? What if what if he is? We're going to find out during that Rice game just how successful this program can be mm-hmm. and uh, how worried Alabama should be week two. Sean says, you don't know what you're talking about about any of the teams. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, oh that's true. It's factually <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then so also, uh, Arkansas State, Oklahoma, same spread, 35 points, same over under, 59 points. So, again, I want to – How can you not – Volunteer fans, how can where's what camera? How can you not pull for Oklahoma in this one? Huh? <laughs> Kick Butch Jones' ass. Yeah, I want to see Butch lose. I want to see Oklahoma see if they rebound because they had a rough debut, but they're ranked now. They're in the top twenty as well. So I have no idea if that's legitimate, but we're gonna Butch find Jones out. Jones took every dime of that contract, sitting over there getting Nick Saban's coffee and washing his car. <laughs> and as soon as the check stopped, then he goes out there and gets a job. I wish nothing but the worst for Lyle Jones. <laughs> yeah. So Danny, Boomer sooner. Daddy <laughs> uh, says I'm I'm thankful to have two more cupcakes to beat. I think he's talking about Texas. No, oh, we're already talking trash. Welcome to welcome cupcake. to the family here. You know, Scotty. He says he's a, he's a Texas grad. The hype isn't real, but I appreciate the coverage. That, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Do, do you do that though? Is that the approach? At Texas, I mean, because obviously you don't want to come in beating your chest going to Tuscaloosa, right? You know, is is that is that the? I don't know. I've heard a lot of people say they're going to beat Alabama. Yeah, well, a lot of people have them. I mean, they you were talking about Lee and all that. They have them all winning the the final Big Twelve Big Twelve season. Yeah. Um, So I just hope they beat the shit out of the entire conference, Texas. Like they go undefeated, and they they play each other. But then I they the way it's that conference is set up, they can play each other again in the conference. Yeah, I just think that'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's like that, what was it LSU and uh, Alabama a few years back? Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be good. So we got a, a couple other games, Shane. These are all cupcakes. Nope. And if A and M wins out, Texas wins out. Where's Ooh, that natty at? Right Houston. <laughs> That's what I really yeah. want to see. You know what? I want to see them play. We got a couple cupcakes to break down, Shane. Again, we're not going to learn a ton from these games, yeah. but hell, we're excited about them. It's football. Who doesn't love cupcakes, Mike? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Western Carolina at Arkansas. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see KJ in this Dan Enos yeah. offense. I want to see the defense again. It's Western Carolina. You're not going to learn a ton, but. Uh, they, I, I, they got a, at least the starters. I think this defensive line we're so hyped now. Yeah. They got to dominate couple, Western Carolina. A couple of receivers I'm interested in, um, but more importantly, the defense. All the hype coming out about the defensive front. I want to see it. I want to see it in action. Mm-hmm. Tristar says, uh, I'll, "I'll be thankful when Oklahoma beats Butch Jones and he unblocks me on Twitter." Oh yeah, that's coming. Elon is. Uh, 
apparently releasing the. You better watch out, Mike. I'm sure you've got a few blocked over there. Yep. But uh, <laughs> you're gonna be sliding in your DMs, you know. <laughs> Long time no see, buddy. <laughs> Southeast Louisiana at Mississippi State again, another cupcake here. Yep. But uh, everybody's forgot about Mississippi State, man. So much newness there, and, a lot to learn about the Bulldogs. Yeah, I, I think this one here, similar to that Mizzou I was telling you about earlier. Nobody, not enough people are talking about you. Nobody's talking about Mississippi State and. They can. They can be if you come out here and show everybody that Will Rogers is still there. You know, these yeah. receivers are still there. They got the running back still there. This defense isn't going to miss a beat. So, yes, it's a cupcake game, but if you come out and you blow the doors off of them, you're going to start seeing those spreads later in the season get a little bit more narrow. How about this question? He paid us five bucks here. Appreciate you, Marty. Marty Funkhauser. He's a fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think this year we get our first two-loss team into the college football playoff. There's more equality at the top of the Big Ten and the SEC. So thoughts on that? A two-team – the only way I see that, Shane, is if somehow the West champions got two losses and beats undefeated Georgia in the the SEC championship – how can yeah. you how can you not put in a champ? I don't know. I mean, they wouldn't put one lost Georgia that just lost over that two two lost team, would they? Like if LSU lost to Florida State and at Alabama, yeah, but beat Georgia, I think they're in. But I don't know. You know the and, thing the thing is though, I, 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 what it boils down to, Mike, is which team has that possibility. Mm-hmm. And I think you hit it. It's LSU. Yeah, LSU would have to. They would have to lose this Florida State game. If you're talking two losses, Florida Wait, State. Wait, I just got another one. Sorry, not to cut I got you off, one too. Keep I got, going. I'm going to follow it up with one more. Okay. Right? That one, and then obviously after the Florida State loss, like you said, you lose to an Alabama, mm-hmm. but Alabama goes to the SEC or, or Texas. It doesn't matter, whichever one. Right. But they just dominate and win out. I, I think that's the the only only option. Now, South Carolina is an interesting Damn, one. you stole mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we were going to say the same thing. Yeah. Right? You lose yeah. to North Carolina somehow. Yeah. Lose to Clemson somehow. But you just beat the shit out of everybody else and win the SEC. Not even Clemson. Close out Clemson. I mean, if you're talking about or getting... How would you get in? What are the two losses then? Losing so South Carolina, losing to... Uh, easy. Uh, South Carolina losing to... Um, okay, here you go. Here's a scenario. South Carolina loses out of the gate barely. North Carolina, they got these. Got to be close games. They can't just be blowouts. Mm-hmm. Also turns around and loses to Tennessee barely. Okay, go with me here. Go with me. You're but getting beats, crazy now. Beats Georgia right in Athens. Beats Georgia in Athens. That that's going to vaunt you. That's that's going to bring you back up. Uh, it's Georgia before Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So bring you back down. Yeah, but you could close out with Clemson. Maybe an undefeated Clemson, mm. you know, or something like that, and then now you're making an argument that they should be in the in the college football playoffs because that's what it's going to be. It's going to take a. It's got to be a team that's hot that's yeah. won like ten in a row. Exactly. So it's going to have to be early in the season, which South Carolina plays some tough games. You could even argue the Georgia one, which I think you would need Georgia on your resume to get into you know the college football playoff talk, mm-hmm. um, but. Well, you know, we've been making a couple bucks here and there from these comments, which we very much appreciate. But apparently we're in the hole big time, Shane. Uh-oh. Patrick, he says you owe him $2,000 now. 
your tea comment, he spit up his tea all over the, <laughs> the computer. <laughs> on your cupcake comment. <laughs> uh, all right, UT Martin at Georgia. Yeah. Just We were just speaking of Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what we'll learn about Georgia other than, you know, Carson. But again, I mean, I we expect Carson Beck to come out there and whoop some ass. Yeah. Defense to be dominant. We'll learn how good the third string is, perhaps. I, I don't know. What what will you what will you have your eye on there? Hmm. Maybe, maybe just being safe and healthy. You and know? not being not overlooking them. Yeah. Because it's UT Martin. You know, if it was like Troy or, or I could you know, or I'm yeah. I'm trying to think of like a I mean UT Martin. I mean that's a joke. What was the one they were was it Kent State? Yeah, I mean, but you know, those are legitimate yeah. yeah, that's why I said Troy. Yeah. I was just trying to South Florida. I yeah. mean those are one step down, not two steps. So I don't know. They could roll out any players and beat well, the shit out of UT Martin, you know? Yeah, I don't really know what you're trying to get here. I, I, I don't. I mean, we're going to talk more about last year's national championship than the actual game that's on the field, you know? I, th- I think that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Now they're saying we're discrediting. Is that discrediting them? To just say, what I'm, trying to, what, what I'm trying to get out of these cupcake games is, is I'm trying to learn something. Yeah. If they beat UT Martin by 75 points which yeah. they probably will, Right. I will learn nothing. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I'm expecting. But what about what about depth, though? You know, because mm-hmm. there have been some injuries already yeah. down there that's that's kind of plagued them a little bit, which in a system like Georgia, you're not going to – it's not as noticeable as it would be at some of these other, you know, conferences. But but if they – I don't know. Maybe maybe just looking for the next guy, the next, next man up because – that's what Georgia's done for so long is that they've got one A, one B's kind of thing, you know. They right. don't it's not like one and this is second team. Second team's gonna get a lot of playing time throughout that game. So who's who what's the next generation, I guess is what, what I would be looking for. Some new names. Right. Uh, maybe some playmakers on the outside, the running backs, you know, that's how do the transfer receivers, Dom Lovick and Ron Ra Thomas, how do they fit into this? That, that, yeah, that, that'd, that'd be probably one. one. What does the offense look like? You know, and I'm, 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 I don't think it's going to change much you don't at think all. So? I, Not at all. Yeah, I don't know, but you got to cater it toward, you know, Beck. Beck's not the mailman, right, you know. Right. So obviously, there's going to be a little bit difference. I think there's going to be more, th- more throwing uh, mm-hmm. with Georgia. Okay, they're they're saying we need to acknowledge we acknowledge Georgia. Why is <laughs> we acknowledge they beat the shit out of it. I've, been, I've been on national television saying the decaying dynasty. It's not because of any team other than Georgia's dominating college Last football. week I said they'd give the Seahawks a run for the <laughs> So it's like, yeah, you're there. Uh, Alabama A&M at Vanderbilt. Again, we just saw Vanderbilt. I mean, if Alabama A&M carves up Vanderbilt secondary, we got real problems. Yeah. If Alabama A&M, uh, uh, you know, has their way with Vanderbilt offensive line, we got real problems. So that that's kind of what I'll be have my eye on those two issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just how they clean up week one, you know. Yeah. It, because the, the 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 problems I, I stated that they had during Saturday, if they come out and repeat that, we got a real problem. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're not going to hit their what is it two and a half? I think is the the over for Vanderbilt. I think it's three and a half. Three three and a half. Well, four, four and a half. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Four games, you know. They've if, already played it. If they come out sluggish, even if they beat A and M, Alabama A and M, it's like they may not hit that. You know, I even though they got dudes, Vanderbilt's got dudes. Which, you know, I think about 
I, I keep I hate that I keep doing this, but Tennessee back in the day when I, that Arkansas game when what's his name returned a punt. Um, you remember the the infamous punt return where he. Oh yeah, I know Razorbacks are like he's screaming at the radio now. Joe Adams, it was his name. Yeah, I try to forget it. Uh, but at that game, I realized that we don't have playmakers. We don't have what it takes to upset some of these top dog SEC programs. I, I think Vanderbilt does. I, I think they've got a couple of dudes on there. If Swan takes that next step, I mean, yeah, they. You can't count them out. You can't count them out against a handful of SEC opponents that they'll have this year. Now, the only other one we've not hit on, Mercer at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. The quarterbacks, that's going to be big. Jukins, you've got them scoring seven touchdowns. Yeah. We got to bet. We got to go. We got to bet on that one. I don't think he's. I think he's going to get ten touches. And they're going to save him, but we'll see. So, to the quarterbacks, new defense. They've got to be suffocating against Mercer. Uh, I mean, they should beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I can't remember the bet. I think I said. I think five you said, you said over three and a half touchdowns. I think we settled. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't know how you do. That. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I lose if you, I don't. You get wanted it, but... it to be four, and you were like, "That's too much." Over so, three and a half. I was like, "Okay, that's over still three. four. I think it was over three. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. over three is four. Yeah. Well, like three would be. I don't know. Okay, I can't remember the bet, but I, I do remember because it goes back to. To Lane Kiffin. Right. Lane Kiffin is is like the kid in all of us. Yep. You know, when you play a game like NCAA, your your team may suck, but you may have a Heisman candidate. And I'm not saying Ole Miss sucks, but nobody is predicting Ole Miss to win a national championship. But they do have a Heisman contender on that program. Yeah. And you're going to have to pad the stats. You're going to have to get some yards when you have teams like Mercer and get the touchdowns. It is what it is. You're going to have to have some games throughout the year. You know, you're going to have to have that Heisman moment, moment they talk about. Uh, and they've got a couple of marquee – like that Georgia one looks interesting. Yep. You know, uh, the Texas A&M game looks good. If if So there's a few of those that are just sitting there, landmines, so he has an opportunity. But I know Lane Kiffin. And Lane Kiffin – well, I, I don't know him, but I, I would We've imagine – We ran into him a couple times. Yeah, I've so seen what's him he, know, he knows. He knows what's up. He left me. I burned a couch in his front lawn, so whatever. You know, we're cool. But I do think that that's what it's going to take. We got fan of the show, uh, Kyle, cousin Kyle, loving good. Yeah, yeah. A&M. Big A&M fan. He says, please, Shane, lock of the week, Ole Miss, because they hate the Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he's a dude, man. Long-time listener. Yeah. Yeah, he's always off doing something too, man. He's like he's like an Instagram model out there. <laughs> well, all right. So we we've gone over an hour. We've hit on all the teams. Uh, any closing thoughts before we? I mean, it's just so great to have football back, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, and live, man. This is cool. It, it's kind of you know, it's it's unusual. It takes a little while to get, to, but yeah, I think this is uh this is gonna be exciting. It's gonna be a hell of a year. You know, I may divorce my wife in this process and just move over here full time. You know, <laughs> but you know, at least we can sit here. We can watch college football together. So, no, I'm joking. But I, 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 w- I will say this, brother. It's been a long off season, and I'm watching that Mercer game. I didn't want to watch Mercer, but I'm watching it because it's college football. I watched the Vanderbilt game. You know, people didn't want to watch the Vanderbilt game, but they found themselves. Trust me, I saw the mentions. Every Vol fan was rooting against. They were all Hawaii fans last night. <laughs> so, absolutely. It was just, it's good to have that back because this is this is our time of the year, man. 
Yeah. Look forward to it. I love, I love, I just need it to come out of the eighties. You know, it's time. It's I'm ready for yeah. leaves to start changing and shit like that. Well, you know? About an hour ago, I've lost track. I apologize who said it, but someone said no more. We're not talking documentaries. We're talking actual football. football. Which, yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to say it. You know? <laughs> or, or, or scenarios. It's like, we don't have to do that anymore. We're going to have some, We'll be live, not live, but we'll we'll be together uh, every yeah. single time. I'm gonna have to learn these cameras and which one we're going at. But I will say it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting. Bear with us, because it is a little different. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's but we're for gonna us. have some coach talks. We're gonna have the players. We're still gonna be doing all of that. Uh, so, but we'll have real football content from here on out. Yeah, and it, uh, a lot easier to do emergency shows. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a TV. Here's our setup. It's, it's all in the same room. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. I appreciate you for making the couple steps over it took to get over here. And I'll I'm, never lose weight now. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about putting the door right here. <laughs> and appreciate all the cousins tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. <laughs>